Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. What's good, family? We your boy Trey Frazier. I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, special shout out to all of our Facebook Live viewers. Uh, continue to follow us on the Facebook page. Click the like button. Also, you can follow us on our YouTube channel and our Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and on Twitter at barbershop spor2 family what's good maestro what's going on what's good man cooler man just another day living life man how you man i'm good man uh, i actually had the day off from work today so uh had a four day uh, weekend i plan on going. having it off tomorrow there you go that's what's up that's what's up hey quickly before we get into uh all this talk man uh post super bowl talk really, because this is like a, a dead time to be talking sports right now. But uh, just a couple of a few topics, you know, we could get into. But I want to shout out um, our guests from last week. Um, in case you guys missed it, we had Megan Embert on the platform. She's a former Washington football team employee. Um, and I guess I got to get used to saying Washington commanders, I guess. I got to get used to that. But um but make sure y'all check out that episode, um, which was last, one of last week's episodes, bonus episodes. So uh, make sure y'all check that out. You know, she was really good um, talking about the cake, talking about her um, experience with the football team, um, the movement that they got going on to release the reports and all that good stuff. So make sure y'all check that out. And then I also want to give a special shout out to uh, Miss Mocha Bello, who's one of our fan favorites here on the podcast um was one of the was the winner of the super bowl giveaway that we had uh, a couple weeks ago with uh the t-shirt the hat the keychain so uh congrats to her and uh appreciate her sporting the gear for us so um i guess we could um you know since this is your team man um i guess we could get into uh, Brian Flores, uh, a, not assistant head coach, but he's a linebackers. He's uh, a coach. linebacker coach. Uh, he's a uh, uh, a liaison, if you will. That's not the official title, uh, but um, uh, senior assistant is the official title mm-hmm. slash slash LB coach. And I, um, you know, but that that's the a senior assistant is the official title. 
Right, right. Yeah, man. So, congratulations to Coach Flores, man. Hey, look, he should be a head coach. Let me let me just get that out of the way. He should be a head coach, and with all the openings that were uh, that were around when he was fired. He should have been picked up as fast as he was fired. Obviously, um, all the stuff he got going on uh, with the NFL, that probably makes it a little problematic. But I appreciate uh, Tomlin for looking out. And and, and honestly, it's a win-win on both sides. It's not like uh, Tomlin is doing Flores so much of a favor. Flores is a good coach. So, you know, uh, how lucky are we to have – uh, that kind of a mind in the locker room when we got uh, issues like Devin Bush at linebacker. So for me, um, and I agree with you that uh, Brian Flores should be a head coach somewhere else. And while this, I guess this pending, it, well, it's not a pending lawsuit, I would say he's suing the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. For me, the question is going to be what happens now, because now that somebody's picked them up, um, albeit at a position coach situation, he's still working for a team in the NFL. He still has this lawsuit against the league. I just wonder what does that do for the lawsuit? Um, what does that do for the league? And are more black coaches comfortable now with coming forward to show support for Brian Flores now that he is still employed under an NFL team. So that's really the questions I have. I don't know if you have answers to any of those questions. I mean, if you do, I'd like um, to hear them. When you say, uh, when you say other coaches feel, why would coaches feel more comfortable now that he's hired as opposed to when he wasn't, when he wasn't, when he didn't have a job in the NFL? Um, I think that's the reason there is that he's employed now. He's not, um, albeit he he's not blackballed entirely by the league, but no, he's still blackballed. He's huh? He's still blackballed. Well, he's blackballed from a head coaching position. That's why I said he's not entirely blackballed from the league. He's he's blackballed from being a head coach in the league, but not the NFL as as a whole. But I said the answer to your question, the answer to your question real quickly, I mm-hmm. think because he I think because he's hired now in a position within the NFL and has that opportunity now where let's say he's there for three years with this position and he sort of builds his stock back up. And then that three years goes by and all of a sudden somebody's interested to hire him as a head coach again. I think that gives um, coaches in the league, current black coaches, and really it's it's Lovey Smith, it's it's um, it's Mike Tomlin, um, you know. So it's not that many, but I think it gives um, those coaches that are in the league right now um, a bit more confidence to you know stand by him now that he's employed by the league. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, to answer uh, to answer your question, um, I don't think this does anything for the plight of black coaches anywhere. I mean, here's the thing: uh, he was hired by the creator of the Rooney Rule, um, and I don't think that they uh, 
the organization, you know, that's responsible for that. And I don't think that they hired him to I don't think that they hired him to look good in that mm-hmm. in that fight. But it 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 damn sure don't hurt <laughs> that you hired a hire him in, in you know, in the midst of everybody talking about the Rooney rulers, a joke and all those things. That it certainly helps. Um as far as uh the case, I don't know that this negatively or positively affects anything um at the end of the day his complaint is coach head coaching jobs mm-hmm. and i mean it's not even a discussion of assistant positions to my understanding so the uh, the conversation is is he's suing because he as a head coach um is falling victim to uh, an oppressive system in the nfl Mm-hmm. And it's hindering him from getting a job as a head mm-hmm. coach. Right. Um, I this, I mean, him being hired by Pittsburgh as a senior assistant doesn't doesn't change the dynamic. It's like I said, it, it looks more of a hey, um, you know, they ain't gonna hire you as a head coach. So hey, let's go ahead and bring you in as this because mm-hmm. we know what your mind is. Um, I I I re, I um I don't like the idea. Um, and I know you don't mean nothing by it, but I don't like the idea of him having to go build up a build up his career because his cachet isn't any good after having two winning seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the 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 issue is is that he shouldn't have to build up anything. He's a head coach in this league, and he's better than uh, some of the names that that were higher and mm-hmm. and, and and let's say and you know because I, I I watched Raheem Morris on on the pivot podcast today and uh, I like his his sentiment of it's not about shitting on the coaches that were hired because those coaches in some respects and in respects are talented to do the job as well mm-hmm. but some of those say, guys earned it yeah yes but to say mm-hmm. that um a coach fresh off of two winter seasons that was let go and he didn't get a job that that's mm-hmm. an issue. That's an issue yeah. that, that we can't point to it, that we on the outside looking in, we can't point to nothing but racism, systematic racism or, 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 or flat right. out racism, whatever it is. Yeah. I can't help but point out, point that to be anything else, but that there's, he shouldn't have to go to Pittsburgh um, as much as I welcome him, he shouldn't have to go to Pittsburgh to build up some sort of a cachet to feel like he could be trusted in a head coaching position. That that's bullshit to me. Yeah. So yeah, we're on the same page as far as the, the reason I was bringing up the building up example was just to show um, that I think you know the coaches around the league can support him, but um, we know that now that that's the reality now. Brian and they should support him anyway, by the way. Right. Not to cut sure. you off. Sure, they should. They should. The reality now is he, he's going to have to build this thing back up, even though you and I dis, you know, disagree with the notion that he has to build his resume back up. I mean, we talked about it. Two winning seasons back-to-back for the Miami Dolphins. That hasn't happened in two decades with that particular franchise. And even though none of those seasons turned into playoff um, participants, that's still a good couple of seasons for Miami. There was a a, a upward trajectory with that franchise under his watch. So the fact that he got the Giants interview, I think he interviewed a couple other places and they decided to go someplace different with it. 
um, we have no reason or no other direction to point to, but hey, this this is this is really racist here because I just put together two winning seasons for a team that hasn't done that in a while, and I'm still out here on the street. Like NFL, what's up? You know, what what's yeah. what's the deal? So Yeah, I yeah, I I don't think I don't think he should be a head coach. And like I said, I'm thankful that he came to Pittsburgh and I hope that he shores up my middle linebacker issue. Um I hope he shores that up and gets that to working a little better. Um and I and and, and I'm I, I hope he gets to help grow Terrell Austin, who's our defensive coordinator right now. I hope he gets the you know, I hope he giving him game on how to be you know the best defensive coordinator that he could that he could be because that's another black man uh, at mm-hmm. a defensive coordinator job, and obviously mm-hmm. the next step is head coach. So maybe maybe yep. under mm-hmm. Brian Flores Flores's uh, guidance, uh, you're looking at maybe starting the Mike Tomlin tree that everybody mm-hmm. seems so uh, fixated on. So I have another question, and I and I posted this on Twitter when I found out about the Brian Flores hiring. So the quarterback position, um, what do you think about this? Because everyone knows that Deshaun Watson was tied to Miami and, you know, Brian Flores was there when those connections were being uh, rumored. And, and I know it's been rumored on Deshaun Watson's part that he wants to play for Brian Flores. And, and I get that. In Pittsburgh now, Brian Flores is a position coach. I get that part of it. So it's not like he, if Deshaun Watson came to Pittsburgh, that he's playing directly for Brian Flores. But do you think that there's a possibility that now that Brian Flores is in the building, that maybe that Deshaun Watson trade is a possibility? Um, Possibility, yes. Probability, no. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's possible. Anything's possible, and, and like I said, I saw the I saw the you know the rumors being you know I saw the immediate uh, theories as soon as it happened. You know, Deshaun might come to Pittsburgh now. Um, mm-hmm. Look, man, I would I would love it, even though I wouldn't love it for the cap. I would love it because he automatically you know we go and deal with our offensive line in the draft, and we automatically talking about a a, a playoff contending team that can go with. That can go with the likes of Mahomes. That can go with the likes of uh, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, Burrow, mm-hmm. whoever. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson can can go with all of them. So yeah, I right now, right now, uh, yeah, I would love that to happen outside of the cap, it, the, the cap uh, money. But you 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 take that, um, you take that for that type of talent. So, I was gonna say um, like yeah 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 I mean, yeah, you yeah. take that for that type of talent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm more of the ilk. I'm more of the ilk. Though for me, um, I would love to get a quarterback that don't that's not going to cost as much, and but we got a strong running game, we got a strong defense, and he and he can make the throws when necessary. Now, mm-hmm. um, I, I I would put more stock in that than having a Deshaun Watson who we know going throw with the big boys, but. He getting sacked all day because the offensive line ain't nothing. Oh, we can't yeah. run the ball because you know the offensive line ain't nothing. Or you know what I'm saying that type of thing. Yeah. Um, that type of thing. So, um, as long as the rumors of us getting Carson Wentz don't come true, um, 
Man, I that that had been all over my timeline Monday. Uh, yeah, I saw and, it. I saw it. Man, I, I've been I've been, man, I've been seeing it too. Man, I, I just don't want that to be true. I please don't. I don't want that to be true. I don't want Carson Wentz in Pittsburgh. I think the one part of that that I believe in is that the Colts want to trade him. That I think that's like the one part of that whole thing that I believe they they want um, to get rid of Carson Wentz. Well, here's here's what's uh, you know, and I don't know as far as what's going on with the Colts. I know that I know that um, as much as Kevin Colbert talk coming out talking about uh, they confident with Mason Rudolph if he's the starter, they plan on bringing four quarterbacks in the camp. One would be Dwayne Haskins, one will be Mason Rudolph, one will be a free agent, and one will probably be a rookie. Um, but they plan on bringing four quarterbacks in the camp if if if. If I'm if I know my team, mm-hmm. so so paint this picture for me. So they get a guy out the draft and a guy in free agency. Let's say let let's just say it's Jimmy Garoppolo is mm-hmm. the guy, and and really that's not a that's not a free agent signing. That's that's a trade because he's still in a contract with San Francisco. Okay, and um, let me and let me and let me and let me let me just for a second correction. Um, mm-hmm. Meaning we'll get a quarterback in the offseason, whether it be trading or free agency, we'll get a quarterback in, in free in, in the offseason. Right. So and, but in the but in the case of Jimmy Garoppolo, that's uh that would be a trade. trade. That would be yep. a trade. So yeah. So in your mind, Jimmy G is competing for the starting position versus Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. and whoever that rookie is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, literally, I, I was, literally, I was, just, I was just curious. I was just. I was it's an open competition. Literally, anybody who comes in that's not mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson. Yep. you know anybody who's not those, you know those quarterbacks mm-hmm. is in a competition with the rest of the quarterbacks. That's there. That's no. I was no gonna say about that. I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I I would I just wanted to see where your head was at with that one. Oh, and it's, Jameis Winston is another guy. I, I would that like, honestly. Uh, if, if, if I had confidence that we could get the offensive line together by, you know, opening kickoff, um, Mm -hmm. I would, I I would be really high on Jameis Winston, uh, being our quarterback this, Mm -hmm. this year. But in your mind, if it's Jameis, he still has to compete, right? In your mind. Yeah, he would win. He would win, but he was the, yeah, but he would have to compete. I agree with that. I would, I agree that too. He would win, but. They're not just gonna bring him in and say, "Hey, you're the you're like born you're the man." Star. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think they'll do that. Not with Mason yeah. Rudolph, not because Mason Rudolph is a comparable quarterback. Jameis right. Winston is a way better quarterback, but Mason yep. Rudolph has been in this system. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we need to make sure. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, let me uh, give a special shout out, uh, Mocha Bella, in the Facebook live chat. Uh, she says, "Thank you for the merch. Appreciate that. No problem." Uh, Jarvis Landry. You want Jarvis Landry? Yep. Yep. I, I'll be honest with you, because I had to think about it for a while, and I was like, I ain't had to think what? about it for a second. I had to I, think about it for a second. Well, well, I thought about it because of who's on my roster right now. Um, he, he would be better than Sammy Watkins right now, because Sammy Watkins was, to me, a disappointment for the He'd be better than anybody on your roster right now at wide receiver. Uh, yeah, uh, he would be, but I'm not. I'm not replacing him with Hollywood Brown. I'm not replacing him with Mark Andrews. 
Um, I'm just I'm just making a comparison to Sammy Watkins because that's the guy that um, got money and underperformed for the money he got. So, you know, just sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, he would be he would be better than Sammy Watkins. I just don't think the Ravens are going to pull the trigger on this one. What if the Marquise Brown rumors are true? Uh, then yeah, you, you go after him. Um, mm. I don't, I don't think he's retiring for no gaming stuff, but you know, I think kind of like we talked last week, if he's got some serious bread behind this thing, then, you know, more power to him. I, I just don't think he's doing that. That That's yeah. just me. That's just me. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. I want Jarvis Landry on my team. And um, I don't care. Like, I, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, because my problem, my problem with my my receiving core, um, all the potential in the world, at, like with everybody that's here right now, even though we might we probably lose Juju, and we'll probably lose James Washington, but I'm just dealing with who's on the field right now. All the potential in the world in that receiving core, um, I think Chase Claypool um, is supposed to be our number one, but he don't command that kind of respect he drops balls he struggles with combat catches uh you know he like he he hasn't quite figured it out yet i mean mm-hmm. the, he a little soft I, there's no way to slice it on the field he a little sl- he a little soft deontay johnson um he just need to make that turn you know what i'm saying so a job is landry in that receiver room would would do would do numbers right now I would love to have Jarvis. I would, I would say right he's now. better. I would say, kind of like you said, he's better than our receiving core. I, I would say probably the same for Pittsburgh. I nah, he ain't better than Deontay Johnson, though. Jarvis Landry? Yeah, he's not better than Deontay Johnson right now. What? Really? Right now. Hear me when I say it, and I mean it. He ain't better than Deontay Johnson right now. I disagree with that 100%. Okay. I, okay. I mean, <laughs> you're allowed to. You're allowed yeah. to. I stand by I that. Just, I, stand I, I, I just, that. I, and, and, and for me, it's just, it's just one thing. And, and I'm not saying that Deontay Johnson is not any good. I, I think he's, yeah. I think he's a good receiver. I, I just think the one thing that separates Jarvis Landry from him is that he catches, he, he has a better catch radius than Deontay Johnson and Deontay Johnson for whatever the problems are with catching a football in certain spots. He just hasn't been consistent with that. Jarvis Landry um, when it comes to just catching the football, he Jarvis Landry can do that better than Deontay Johnson can. From what I um, see. Okay, yes, yeah, so I'm about to say because he only dropped two all year last year, so um, you know, and that, and that didn't happen to the week 17. So yeah, and uh, I'm not counting just this year. I'm counting. Yeah, okay. If you're you know, talking about the, yeah, 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 I'm I'm, I'm counting um, a couple of years well, ago. Yeah. Well, well, Deontay Johnson better route runner. Uh, more. If you're talking about somebody that'll break the game open, I'll take Deontay Johnson every day in the paint over Jarvis Landry right now. And talk about this is a, obviously mm-hmm. this is thirty year old Jarvis Landry. Um, sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, I, Jarvis Landry definitely got more dog in mm-hmm. him than I mean, you know, Jarvis Landry is a fucking mm-hmm. dog. But uh, but right now at wide receiver, I, every day mm-hmm. in the paint, I take Deontay Johnson over Jarvis Landry right now. And in that and wide young, receiver room, and he young. Like, like and like you said in that wide receiver room, I mean he would do. I mean he would do wonders for. Eddie we need a bully. We wide need a bully. Room. Right yeah. and, and, and right, but we need we need a bully. We need a bully. Yeah, 
I mean, you you can say you can say Jarvis Landry was, if not one of the faces, uh, the face of the Browns resurgence in terms of you know being relevant, good in the playoffs, you know that kind of a thing. Because when he came over, um, he was one of the dudes that kind of shook up that not only that wide receiver room, but sort of shook up that front office and that coaching staff and said, Hey, yo, like, you know, I came here to win. Like I'm not over here, you know, just because it's money here, it's money there. Uh, he, he came over there to win. And, and I, and I think he was, he was one of those faces that helped the Browns, you know, be what they were last year um, for certain. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with him and the Browns. I, I know we, you know, missed some games this past season. And I just saw his tweet earlier today where he said he gave everything, you know, to the organization. Um, I, I don't know, man. You know, Odell is his boy and he just watched his man win a Super Bowl. So, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if he's thinking the same thing like, yo, I need to go get a Super Bowl. It's really nothing else for me at this point. I need to find a team that legit can go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Jarvis Landry and Buffalo is a problem immediately. Wow. You I don't know immediately. why you just bought, I, I I was just thinking, wow, this dude could probably go to the Bills. Yeah. And that would be like that's a problem for everybody. For everybody. Yeah, that's a yeah. problem immediately. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know, we'll we'll see how that you know shakes out over. But I want him to come in Pittsburgh. But I want him to come in Pittsburgh. That's what I want. Yep. All right. Well, is he under contract? I don't know. I, I'm I'm just the wishful thinking. I don't know the sure, contract situation. Sure. Okay, yeah. I, I was just asking because I don't I don't know what the situation is. I don't know. Yeah, I would I would love for Jarvis Landry to come to Pittsburgh. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wh- what do you make of this? Aaron Rodgers, um, this uh, long Instagram post that he made about him being thankful for his teammates and, um, you know, the idea that he's possibly going to announce that he's not going to be back with the Packers. Like, I've I've been seeing that all through my timeline all afternoon. Publicity. I mean, uh, something to do. Like, something like... I mean, because at the end of the day, and then and then on top of that, I guess on top of that post, uh, mm. he's a regular on the Pat McAfee show, a weekly uh, yep. interview on the Pat McAfee show, and I guess they got a, a, a surge in uh, viewership numbers because they mm. thought that he might announce retirement on the show the other today or yesterday, whenever day it was. Um, look, man, Pat McAfee I, right now. Man, definitely, definitely. I mean, and for all intents and purposes, it's a good show. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good but, show, man, and he's winning. Yeah, I, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't care. I wait and see. let's just wait and see. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's almost like he's seen how Brett Favre exited Green Bay and was mm-hmm. like, all right, let me see if I can cause more, you know, to cause drama like Brett Favre did when on his way out of Green Bay. Like, yeah. I, like, all right, if you're going to retire, just retire. I don't I don't need the drawn out, you know what I'm saying? Retire and then give me the drawn out Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, hey, man, it's yeah. your world. Do what you want to do. You making millions of, uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars. You know, who the hell am I? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, 
I don't care either, but it's just like I just you know I don't make nothing. Yeah, I don't make nothing. Of it. Like, like, are just, you retiring? Just, what are we waiting for? Yeah, like just announce it. Like, what's what's going on with you? I mean, everybody wants to know what what you're doing. So when you you know you're doing this for for you know for something right now. So I don't I don't put much stock into it. Um, what I do know is that the front office is supposed to have a press conference tomorrow. So not that I'm, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're going to announce that he's like, retiring or something. Like all I, I this, don't know. All, yeah, like I don't all know. This, all this, yeah, all I don't this, know. But you're not yeah, going to, no, nobody's going to say, hey, he's going to announce his retirement tomorrow. You know, like I think they want people to kind of anticipate what they're going to talk about. But I'm not interested unless somebody on Twitter tells me, Oh, this is the deal. He's retiring. Like I'm not. I'm still not interested in your press conference. So, Just fucking retire. I don't care about your so, press conference. Fucking retire. So, I know. don't care about. I don't care about your press conference. Are you uh, retire? Mm-hmm. I find. I'm sure. I'm sure. If the press conference is about you retiring, I'm not tuning in to find out. I'll find out once it's over. It's going to be all over fucking social media. Yeah, that's all my over point. news outlets. Yeah, I don't give. A, I, don't, I don't care about your press conference. That's that's my point. I, I I don't. I'm not looking to rush to the you know to the app to listen to them blab about Packers press you know, his career and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm not you know in, in for that stuff. Um. So. So I've noticed a couple people on Twitter been getting uh, dragged in the last week. So. So did you see the story about the photographer at the Rams uh, Super Bowl parade? Nah. So during the parade, I guess they were on this eight foot tall stage and it was Matt Stafford and his wife, you know, Matt Stafford was looking up, you know, celebrating and all that. And one of the photographers, white lady, um, I forget her name, but she was on the stage and she accidentally fell off the stage eight foot to the floor. Like, you know, oh, broke, shit. like broke, you know, had some spinal damage and everything. Damn. Um, you know, tweeted the next day, said she was all right. She was all good. Man, next thing you know, people pulling up old, twe- old tweets of hers. Man, she was saying some racial shit, man. <laughs> mm. And... Once that got out, man, everybody just followed with just dragging her, man. I mean, to the point where she just shut her Twitter off. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the world. It's the world we live in, man. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I hope you. I hope you feel better because I, you know, I don't wish that on. I don't wish that on nobody for real, for real. Yeah, um, when you talk about the spinal stuff like that, that's some yeah. serious stuff. Now, now, I, 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 ain't, I, ain't, you know, I'm nobody to speak on what somebody's karma is. I ain't. I, I mean, is she still racist? You know, like when you dig, I when saw they dig that back, too. I saw that. Too. I don't know. I, I'm I'm saying it as somebody who don't know nothing about nothing. I ain't researched mm-hmm. nothing. All I'm doing is reacting off of what you just told me. Um, I don't know shit about y'all. Like, was it was it was it some old shit? Was it some? Is you still racist? Was it? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, look, it's interesting to me that the first thing people think to do from somebody who fucking broke, you know, hurt their spine, fell from a fucking eight foot stage, had an eight mm-hmm. foot drop. The first yeah. thing that motherfucker started to do was search her Twitter timeline. No, that don't sound a little Over. fucking perverse. That don't it, sound fucking sick. No, it does. I, I, well, 
I think anytime you're looking up old tweets of anybody is a bit like you got too much time on your hands. But to your point, this person seriously injured herself and, and really could have died. I mean, let, let's just call yeah. it. Like and, I see, you and know, like see it. She could have died. And mother, yeah, and motherfuckers thought, hmm, let me see which this bitch was talking about in 2015. Like, that sounds yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. Um, Kelly Smiley is the photographer's name. Um, Matt Stafford and his wife offered to pay for her medical expenses okay. after that fall. Um, must be nice. So you know, big up, you know, big up to the staff. Get well soon, you know, and, 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 to, and get well soon. I, I would, I, you know, my thing is, I would have much mm. rather they did all of this when she wasn't a story. Mm, yeah, that that's true. But nobody like, you knew feel her. better now. You, you, you feel better now. You feeling better now? Hey, mm. now let's talk. Now let's talk about this shit that this shit mm. that you had going on, and whenever whenever it was going on, like it just it's. It's, it's 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 sick. It's sick. Yeah, that's what you thought sick. to look up. It's crazy. Someone someone said, "Now I know why Matt Stafford." Because the, the the way it looked, and I and I got the video, but the way it looked when she dropped, um, Matt Stafford looked and was like, "Oh, like," and then he just turned yeah. his head and walked away because he probably didn't know how you know how short of a drop that was. He probably thought it was just a foot. You know, drop well, not even a foot, because if you if she just drop and you if don't you, see her, you just, then it's more than a yeah, foot. But you yeah. know, he, he didn't know what happened and he was all look it up. And so I mean his wife was more concerned, but he kind of turned his head and then kind of walked away. But Man, maybe he went folks, to go get help. That's the, but maybe he went to go get help. Like, that's, maybe, that's the, like, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not maybe I'm not doing maybe. that. I'm not doing that. I'm not maybe, doing maybe. that. Maybe. And and I'm not asking you to. I'm just telling yeah. you what I saw off that video. And they, and they and they cut out of it right after you know he walked away. But um, to my point, folks were saying, "Oh, I see why Matt Stafford you know turned his back." And I'm like, "Come on, y'all, come on, yeah. like, <laughs> come come on, <laughs> come on, let, let, let's stop doing this." She she yeah, that's she could have died. Yeah. She could have died. Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> that's why I don't be. That's why I don't really be fucking with people like that. Like like that's come on, man. Those are all the inferences you drew. Like I, yeah, I ain't, right, I ain't. right. It's, it's 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 crazy, man. So and 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 by the way, the the second person that they dragged on Twitter this week is a person named Annie Agar, and I don't know her from whatever, but apparently she works for the NFL. She posts a lot of content on Twitter and all her social media, like, you know, like funny stuff about the NFL and things like that. And um, I just came across a post where she was apologizing for stuff that she said in the past. And I'm like, whoa, like what, <laughs> like what, like what caused that? And I don't know if she was just trying to get ahead of something or, or what, but people again, they going back to revisionists, tweets and just saying hey you know don't be fooled by this person because she said some stuff when she was you know a teenager or whatever it's like it's like y'all get y'all got that much time on y'all hands like yeah. like seriously like y'all y'all gotta I, find something else to do man like yeah i cut this i cut this out man i don't care Juwan howard Juwan howard smacking niggas i don't care about this shit cut, cut, i don't cut, care about cut, that cut, shit cut, cut this shit out man Juwan howard smacking niggas i don't give a fuck about that Mm. Five game suspension. 
Five game um, suspension. Which, which I'm I cool with it. I, I'm cool with it. Well, well, I here's why I don't like it. I don't like it because it absolves the Wisconsin coaches, right? So just to kind of recap for everybody, so it's I guess 35 seconds left in the game. So Jawan Howard told his man's, yo, we're gonna play full court press defense. Um Wisconsin didn't like that. They had their reserves in, they had their bench guys in. He calls a timeout with like, I don't know, 20 something seconds left just to, I guess, help his team reset or whatever. That was his explanation, mm-hmm. which I still, mm-hmm. which I I, I kind of don't get. Like, I, I don't get the whole, you know, timeout thing when you're, you're clearly going to win the basketball game. It was, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a, a dick move. Playing. It yeah. ain't hard. It's a dick. Yeah, move. Yeah. It was a dick like, move. like, I like just, just play the game out. <laughs> and if they, and if they get, beat by the full court press, then they can learn from it in practice. They can learn from it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need a timeout to tell your guys, hey, you know, you you know, this is what happened. So learn from it. No, no, no. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to call timeout. And 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 quite frankly, quite frankly, Jawan Howard doesn't have to play full court press. The game is already in hand. It's it's decided already. Just play it out as long as nobody, you know, gets a fast break dunk or anything like that. If it's less than the, you know, if it's less than a play clock left, dribble the thing out, everybody go home, shake hands, whatever. So John Howard didn't like what he did with the timeout. Um, The Wisconsin coach didn't like the full court press defense. Mm -hmm. And they do the handshake. You know, the players get in line for the handshake. Wisconsin coach finally gets up to John Howard. John Howard is looking like this way to avoid him because he don't want to say nothing to him. And I'm okay with that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're pissed off and you don't want nothing to say to him, I understand that. You know, you did what you did. We're going to see you, you know, down the line. Um, the Wisconsin coach grabs him you know, by the hand and stops him and says, yo, like, like, I don't like what you did. And Juwan Howard is like, yo, like, don't, don't, don't talk to me. Like, don't, don't talk to me. And then the crowd comes both sides, you know, get close. The assistant for Wisconsin comes in and he's the one that gets slapped by Juwan Howard and Mm. then players. And to me, it looked like players on both sides were swinging. I, I don't understand why none I of the seen nobody swinging. players. Oh, they were swinging. swinging. Players were swinging. Like after the slap, about a few seconds into the video, there were players swinging at other, you know, at other players okay. in the in the in the scruff. But okay. my thing is, is that if you're gonna find Juwan Howard and his players, I think you gotta find Wisconsin and their players also because Wisconsin players. They were they were throwing some you know some arms also, so that's why I don't like I don't like that Jawan Howard was like the scapegoat in all this. I get that he's the bigger name and the bigger face of the two, and of course it's going to garner more attention because of him. But I, I don't like the fact that Wisconsin just walked away with a ten thousand dollar fine. I, I don't I don't like that. Um. 
Greg Garn is the coach's name, correct? Correct. Yep. He yep. yes, he should have faced he should have been suspended for at least two games. Um that 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 I agree with. Um but when I said I, I'm cool with it, I, I meant more so I'm cool with how they punished Jawan Howard. Sure. Um my mm-hmm. my how I see the situation, um, and and thank you for this context, because I um I had the game on mute. I wasn't watching the game. Um, so it was funny had, that I'm surprised you had the game on. <laughs> I was, I was, you know, I was, you know, what I'm saying, I was I, honestly, it, it kind of helps me focus on what I was focusing on. Um, but, um, in short, you said so you're basically saying that Jawan Howard ran a full court press and uh, Garn uh, time pulled the timeout. Mm-hmm. To have the advantage on the full court press, so what it sounds like, and just what it sounds like, I don't have the full context on it. By the way, again, I'm and on. again, I'm sorry not to cut you. He a guard had his bench out on the court. The game was already done. It was already in hand. He had the reserves on the floor. And your in your opinion, if the game is already over, is it okay to do a full court press? think it's okay to do it i don't think it's necessary because the game is in hand but it's okay to do it because the coach can do it if that makes any sense okay so and so then is it okay for the wisconsin coach to in turn say oh i don't like this matchup let me call a timeout if you still playing why can't i still play it's okay, yes, because the coach can do that to react to that. Yes, that that part I agree with. For me, though, like if it's if I'm in their shoes, I, I just want the game to end. You know what I'm saying? You're up 13, 15 points, and it's you know under a minute left. I, I, I just wild. want the game to be over. Aside from everybody just having their choice to do whatever they want to do, because it's a free world. Um, why do you think, uh, philosophically, Jawan Howard would run a a full court press in a game that's already over? Um, I, well, I, you know what it's, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's it's rhetorical because I don't want, I don't want to drive because I kind of have an answer. I kind of have a slight answer for it and it's really easy. Okay, well, go ahead. It's it's really easy. Um, because they can. It's just like yeah, your I listening said. skills are trash. Your listening skills are trash. Philosophically, what? I said outside of the fact that they can just do it because it's a free world, why do you feel like philosophically Jawan mm-hmm. Howard would run a full court press when the game is well out of reach? Outside oh. of the fact that he can just do it. Oh, okay. 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 I got nothing. I got nothing. All right. So this 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 um this reeks of. Do you remember? Uh, I want to say it was Greg Schiano when he was coaching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and they played the Giants, and they would attack even though they knew the Giants was kneeling down. Mm-hmm. This, to me, reeks of that in in philosophy. It sounds like. And I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not in the mind of uh, Jawan Howard. This is just me being, being a thinker, I guess. Right or wrong or, imper- in, or indifferent. If what you're saying 
is true, and 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 I ain't got no reason to think that you didn't, you know, cover the you know cover the bases right or tell the story right. The game is over. There is literally nothing you could do. Not a full court press can get you an extra point that can get you the game or nothing. But yet you chose to run a full court press. So in a game situation, mm-hmm. as if the game was still in reach. Mm-hmm. So did. Uh, let me ask you another question. Did Jawan Howard have his reserves in? That I don't remember. But okay. now that I'm kind of think, but now that I'm kind of thinking about it, though, kind of like, um, kind of like what I said for Wisconsin, right? So, guard calls a timeout, and he says, "Okay, I just want to get my guys out of that, you know, out of that defense." I, 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 don't, I was trying to. I was basically trying to instill a teaching moment in that, even though I disagree with the moment in which he's teaching them that Mm -hmm. um, Jawan Howard could be sort of doing the same thing now, especially if he had reserves in, if he had reserves in, he might be trying to say, Hey, this is what we did in practice. We, you know, go ahead and implement this. I know we lost the game, but you know, I don't care who he had in. Now it would, in my opinion, it would be worse if he had starters in running a full court press on reserves. That would be worse. Mm-hmm. But course. even if he had, but even if he had reserves in, mm-hmm. that's still like I'm pressing y'all. Mm-hmm. We still, in, in short, I'm not waving the white flag if I'm running a full court press. Sure, sure. So why is God wrong? Oh, you know, oh, we still playing. Mm-hmm. I, I put I put my reserves in because. Right. I thought we was done playing. Right. And I'm not so saying guard we... is wrong. I'm not saying guard is wrong for what he did. I'm just well, saying me as a I'm just saying me as a as a college basketball fan, I don't see the point in in the, what either coach did. The full court okay, press, that, the timeout. Okay. I don't that's I don't what see, I'm getting I, to. I don't see that's the point in to. any of that. I, right, I just so let wanna, me... I just want the game to get done. I'm down 15 points. So let me points. keep cooking. I got no so chance. So let me keep cooking. So let me keep what cooking. What up? So he do that. He called a timeout. Yep. What did you... So why... I don't I don't understand why Jawan Howard is mad if all he doing is reacting to what you did. Oh, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for that. So let me get ready for that. Yeah, right. Okay. Cool. Right. Cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Jawan Howard mad. Because he called mm-hmm. a timeout because he didn't let him do what Jawan yep. Howard wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He approaches, um, he's, Jawan Howard handles this how he should have handled it. All right, I don't like what you did, but you know what? Instead of me confronting you about it, let me go ahead and, and, and get about the way. Get mm-hmm. about the way. Because I don't want to talk to you about it. I think that shit you did was some bullshit. Cool. Mm-hmm. Greg... This is like this reeks of white privilege right here, Greg Gard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instead of letting that man say, I don't want to talk to you and just letting it letting it be, mm-hmm. he feel like, no, but I want to tell you mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you how I feel. So fuck the fact that you don't want to talk to me because you're trying to avoid a confrontation or whatever. I'm going mm-hmm. to grab you by your arm and make you listen to what I have to say. That's mm-hmm. bullshit that reeks of white privilege. I don't have to fucking mm-hmm. listen to what you got to say. I don't mm-hmm. want to shake your hand because I'm mad. I rolled right. out. Right. Cool. And, and and even if you wanted to say, hey, yo, this ain't no, like if you just walk by him and said, hey, yo, this ain't over, 
then okay, cool. Nobody put hands on anybody. Don't touch me. Nobody, yeah, nobody put hands on nobody. All you had to do was just say, hey, Juwan, I ain't like what you did, whatever. So, and I'm going to just keep it moving after that. But, yeah. Right, but I, he you did that. But he did that because he think that he could just make people stop and listen when he want to fucking make people stop and listen. And that's yeah. not how life works. And, that, um, and that's why, and that's why, and that's why Greg Gard deserves a punishment. That's why a couple of those players that were swinging deserve punishment. Well, uh, I won't speak to the players because I ain't seen no players swing. So, um, well, I, I saw them do swing, well, and then and them dudes do, need to get them dudes need then to get you punished. Can, facts, you can speak to that. Um, but what I say is, so moving on with the story, Jawan Howard was like, "Slum, I said, don't like, yeah, I said, don't touch me. What's right. your problem? Yeah. What is your problem? What I don't get on Jawan Howard's behalf." Mm-hmm. Is y'all were separated. Mm-hmm. Y'all were separated. You took yep. it upon yourself to walk back up. And I don't know, like I said, nigga was mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Feel like he was the line was, was crossed. And there were several different pieces of audio that surfaced. So I, I don't I didn't see any of the other audios. But I don't know if that assistant for Wisconsin said something to Jawan that kind of you know forced him to you know slap him in the face like that. Nah, um, nobody forced him to slap him in the face. But and let's be clear, I'm here know. for all. I'm here for all that kind of smoke, like it's entertaining and all those things. Mm-hmm. But didn't nobody say nothing that forced a grown ass man to then walk back into the fray and slap somebody? Mm-hmm. Well, he See, had already was- walked. He, but he had already walked in at that point. The assistant was already what right for there. what reason? But for what reason when you are the uh when you are the problem right. you walk back into the problem. Again, right. I, I feel you, I feel you whether it had whether he said something before or after he walked yeah. back into the fray, Jawan yeah. Howard, um and, and you know, I, I'm about accountability. That's something I'm growing to to grow, I'm growing into. It's about accountability. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't give a yep. fuck what was said. You are a leader of this Michigan team of, of young men and, and you are expected whether right, wrong or indifferent, you are expected to, uh, carry yourself in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. You are. Yeah. That, that's no, just I, what I it is. That. I agree with that. I, I, there's that's no just, that's there. just, that's just what it is. The same could be said for the Wisconsin coach, the Wisconsin My. coach, yeah. Who uh who why are you touching anybody? Why are you touching yeah. anybody? If I'm walking past you, you are now inciting conflict by mm-hmm. grabbing me when I'm trying to walk away from your bullshit. So yeah. that's so that's so so at the end of the day, both of these coaches, Garn at Guard, Garn, whatever his name is, and Juwan mm-hmm. Howard, yeah. um um drop the ball when it comes to being a leader of young men. And yeah. in basketball, Facts. and 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 it's hard for me. It's hard for me to say to kids, you know, eighteen to twenty-two, hey, uh, y'all y'all gonna get punished for fighting when your coaches are fighting. The motherfucker that you take instruction from is now being irresponsible. So why do I got to be responsible as a, as a as a uh, young man that's following y'all? Why I got to do it now? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, the, the Wisconsin 
they yeah they they suffered barely any pun no punishment whatsoever yeah. except that ten thousand yeah. dollar fine. That's for me. That's not that's enough. bullshit. That's bullshit. That's not enough. Guard, that's not enough for me. If anything, guard should have got five games. Just like and I know I said two or three earlier, but. Play, mm. Replaying the story in my head to my comprehension, he should be he should get five games just like Jawan Howard did. Because the truth of the matter is, is mm-hmm. that Jawan Howard was about to go about his business, and I'm not absolving Jawan Howard for his actions after mm-hmm. he was being restrained. Yep, because that's the call it what it was. He was being restrained. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is that Jawan Howard would have just went on to the locker room and had you not grabbed him and mm-hmm. restrained him from going to the locker room. And to the and to the people that. Keep saying, "Oh, he just put his arm. He just put his hand on his wrist. So he just put Don't his fucking hand touch on his me. arm." No, what the what the hell you grew up in? Like, n- no, you don't touch people. You don't touch. You don't touch me. Like, <laughs> like that's because cool. all that's- because with all res- with all respect, honestly, Jawan Howe was in his right to smack the shit out of God right there. He was within mm-hmm. his right. Why are you touching me? He was within his right, right to, there. To guard, to guard, yes, right, yes. to smack flames out of at a guard right there. He was within mm-hmm. his right. Now it would have been irresponsible, and all those things you speak about to you know showing kids, you know how to act. Yeah, but not even, but not really, he but not been, really. He would have been in his but right, but not really. He would have been within his right. So he smacked, for me, he smacked the wrong dude. <laughs> Don't he definitely smacked the wrong dude, but he 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 put his paw. I don't know what the, I don't know what that dude said to him, and I, I I get nobody can force you to hit somebody, but I, I'm, I, I'm just I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious what that assistant said if he did say anything. I'm I'm just curious what he said to get himself slapped upside the head. Not for nothing, I respect that Juwan Howard would still put hands on you if you test him though. So shouts out to him for that. Yeah, this is not a, I want to be clear about this too. Um, this is not a fireable offense for Juwan Howard. I do think that he should still be able to coach this team beyond this year, however their season ends. Um, I'm, I'm just sad that he had to be the face of this and the fact that Michigan is not having you know, one of those, you know, those seasons where people think they got a legit shot at a final four parents that they might use not only the incident, but the season that they're having as an excuse to just say, okay, this isn't working. We're, we're going to go in another direction. I, I, I just hate, I would just hate that for Juwan Howard, but it, I don't it think it's going surprise. to happen. It, it, it I don't think it's going it to happen. I don't think it's going to that. I hope you're I, right. I, I don't think it's I going hope. to that. And but I will say this: if it does, good riddance. He'll get another job. Mm-hmm. They, and I, I'm sorry, good riddance is the bad word. It's their loss. Mm-hmm. Michigan's yeah. loss. It's, it's Michigan's loss. It's only He'll right that he. Job. It's only right that he coaches that particular program with the nostalgia and the history. You know, like what I'm I said. Like I said, it'll be their loss. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Ewing with Georgetown. Like it's only it's only right that he coaches that, you know, alma mater. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. You gotta get a shout out to uh, LeBron James, man. Um, 
I, I love the fact that he is exercising his power uh, within the league to come out and say, hey, look, you know, whoever drafts my son, that's the team I want to play for. And it's only going to be for one year and the money is not going to be an issue. Um, I just want to play with my son. Um, I love the fact that he announced that. I love the fact that he had the opportunity for that. Um, I think for me, if, and I don't, and you can, maybe you might spread a little bit more info on this than me. Um, I have yet really to see how Bronny has played, you know, in his high school um, years. I, I have yet to really see how good Bronny is. Do you have any idea how um, good he is? He'll be in the league. That's the, that's what I can tell you. Okay. He'll be in the okay. league. Um, okay. uh, you know, uh, he'll be in the league he, and, 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 and let's be clear, mm-hmm. even if he wasn't as good as I've seen him be in, you know, highlights and things like that, yeah. he's LeBron James's son. And he essentially just told the NBA that, uh, you will have me for a discount mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> if, if you draft my son. So yep. let's be clear. Whoever mm-hmm. gets him at number one is getting LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you think that's what's happening? Do you think he's getting drafted number one overall whenever that time comes? I don't think you heard what I said. <laughs> unless, huh? unless, unless, unless LeBron a James. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm just being facetious. Okay. I'm saying if, uh, unless LeBron's production dwindles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When the when Bronny gets into the league, mm-hmm. um, you will have him and his father, who will probably by the time he comes to the league, still be if not top five in the league, top ten at worst, top fifteen, pending injury yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, he will still be one of the best players in the league. Yep. So you telling me you're going to get Bronny, who's going to be for all intents and purposes, look like he's going to be the man. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna get his father on a one year base. Let's say it's um I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw throw a team out throw a team in the fucking hat. Like if it's uh, if it's the Sacramento uh, Kings. If it's if the Sacramento, Sacramento Kings, Kings and they have the number the, one pick. They're gonna have LeBron James on the Sacramento Kings, dog. Okay. With Bronny. Okay. And they're not and without them have without them paying the price. Now, I, like I said, obviously it won't be you know 2010 LeBron, right. but let's be clear, this Bama is doing just as good now at 37, 38, 39, however yeah. old he is, mm-hmm. as he was when he was in his prime, winning championships. So, right. uh, and, and then let's not act like he ain't like five, four, five years, what two, however, you know, from the bubble championship. So it's not like. Mm-hmm. The dude hasn't fell off yet. Bron, let, let's say Bronny mm-hmm. got three more years. I don't. I. I. I know it's not longer than five years. That I, I know. Say, uh, well, it it depends. It depends because I think he's a junior right now, so he's definitely it's not longer than five years. Do it. It's not longer than five years, but I'm just saying right. um, he can get drafted out right out of high school, which is well. Let me take that back. I think the system is set up now where he can't get drafted right out of high school. He would have yep. to play in college for one year at least and then, you know, come back out. So you're talking. You don't even got to do that. 
But he can go play out. He can go play overseas for one year. That's true. Right, right. You, you, you can do that also. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is that at the very least, we're talking a couple of drafts from now where he could be drafted. That That's really what we're, we're talking about here. So two more years, LeBron is 39 years old. And in my opinion, he's still top five in my opinion. And I don't see that dropping off anytime soon unless something happens between now and then. So the way I'm looking at it is, and we can use the Kings as an example. If they have the number one pick and, you know, let's say Bronny is like, you know, let's say he is top five, top three worthy to be drafted. They're going to take Bronny with the number one pick. If Bronny, let's say he's, let's say he's not like, let's say he's, um, you know, worthy of being picked later in the first round. Are they, are they still going to pick Bronny number one? I, I, I don't think so. You say what now? I, I'm saying if, if, if Bronny's rated to be a top five draft pick, the, somebody like the Kings will pick him at number one. If he's not rated top five, let's say he's rated, you know, to be picked the bottom of the first round of the draft. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I don't think they're picking. I don't think they're picking Bronny number one because I don't think they, you know, because they know they get LeBron for one year. But after one year, that that's it. You know, you know, you know what, what one year LeBron James does to your franchise financially uh, t- uh, uh, community-wise, yeah, but like, I, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. I was, I was gonna get to that part of it. I'm just because I don't think every, I don't think every franchise is looking at this the same. I think these franchises look at it differently in certain ways. I think like somebody like the Kings is looking at it as, yo, Bronny, you know, Bronny needs to be good enough you know, top five worthy enough for us to say, hey, we're going to pick him number one. I don't think somebody like the, let's say, let's say it's Golden State. Let's say it's, mm-hmm. let's say it's, Go- let's say it's Golden State. Golden State, whether they say, oh, he's, he's worthy of being picked at the bottom of the round. They're going to pick him number one because they still got Steph, they still got Clay, they still got Dre, and you're getting LeBron at a discount. It makes sense for Golden State to do that. Who doesn't, it doesn't it make, make sense it does, for? It, it, it doesn't make sense for, huh? So you're saying that? So you're saying that doesn't make sense for Sacramento? Yeah, I, I don't think it makes sense for Sacramento. Oh yeah, you bugging? <laughs> I'm just really? telling straight up. Really? You're bugging. You're bugging. Really? You're bugging. So, so you think? So you think the team's number? So when this time comes, you think a team's? Priority number one is we got to get LeBron James in your franchise. We, we yep. got to get a forty-year-old LeBron James. That yep. that is that is ridiculous. Yeah, he's still the top. He's still still a top five player. He's still a top five player in the league. You uh, you you're bringing. He's still the. He's still outside of him being the top five player. Just a mm-hmm. player. He's right. number one. Market marketing wise, the financial part of it, we we don't disagree with the marketing part of it. How does the that financial make stuff? Sense, we we, we don't disagree make... because I think some franchises need that more than others. 
I think every franchise needs Le- a LeBron James type of remarkability in their franchise. Every single I, one of them. I, I don't think so. I disagree with that. Uh, you think the late you think the Lakers need that? I don't think the Lakers need that. That's Kings, why he's Kings, in LA. The, the Kings need That's that. That's why more he's than... in LA. Okay. That's why he's makes... in LA. Okay, but it makes sense for the Lakers to do it because you're he's talking there. about it. No, 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 no. You just said the Lakers don't need that type of a marketability, but you're talking about a team they that has they, LeBron. But James. they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't draft Bronny high because of that. Is my point. I don't. Think I'm saying putting, yes, they would. I'm. I'm saying. I'm no. I'm saying they're not going to put the marketing reasons as the top reason. To pick Bronny another one. That's that's my point. I'm saying I'm saying that it may not be number one, but it certainly is going to be a big part of it. There is not. Let's you heard you heard it first. I don't care who your lottery pick is or who gets the first pick. That person, if they know for a fact that they are going to acquire LeBron James, they are drafting Bronny James. <laughs> that is happening. And I don't give year. a damn who gets it. I don't get that. for one year. So you telling so, me and, if you're telling me 2010 LeBron, you telling me 2010 LeBron? Hell yeah, hell 2010 yeah. 2010 LeBron is doing the same right. things that 2022 Bron is doing. Like, come on now, come on no, now. He's doing the but, same exact. His game is a, the same. No, it's, but it's, it's not about what he's doing. It's about how long you're going to have him for. You so so why are we talking about 2010? Because if he's playing, if he's twenty ten LeBron, he might be a t- he might still be enough good enough to be a title contender with that particular team. Like if the Kings got Bronny and LeBron played with him, and he's twenty ten LeBron, they might. I mean, they might be a title contender. So you're saying that twenty twenty two LeBron goes to any team in the NBA? Forget Bronny for a second. And really, we're talking twenty twenty four LeBron. Let's 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 be reasonable about under this. the assumption because we both acknowledge that his game is not going to dip and we're not going to drop injury. off. Yep, his name, his so so so. Let's let's not play the year again. Sure, we, we agree that his game is not going to drop off by twenty twenty four. Sure, if his game is not going to drop off, you're telling me that there that every single team in the NBA mm-hmm. would not he would not be at bare minimum. Be a mm-hmm. playoff contender if with Le- with forty two Le- forty two year old LeBron James on their team at least. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Okay, I, I guess, so he so I... so every single lottery pick, every single lottery pick, or who I'm sorry, whoever's number one that year, mm-hmm. drafts Bronny, mm-hmm. gets LeBron James, who's going to at least get them in the playoffs. And we don't know what Bronny's ceiling is going to be because just because he wasn't drafted high doesn't mean mm-hmm. he's not going to get the tutelage and development he needs from his father being around the organization for a year. Sure, sure. Come on, bro. That's 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 just that's just common sense logic. It don't matter where he's ranked. You're getting the best player in this generation to come to your team, and he's still putting up the same numbers. He ha- always has. Yeah, I don't disagree with the numbers part. All I'm saying is, is that I don't think I don't think all 30 teams are going to be approaching this or having the same 
mindset across the board. That that's that's just my whole point. I think my if, point is, again, is that we're my point. I'm sorry. My point is that regardless of what their mindset is, mm-hmm. every whoever's at number one is once LeBron James on their team. If it's for a year, if it's for a rental, they want him on his team for a year. They want him on that team for a year for everything that he brings as a basketball player, human being, whatever, however you want to slice it. Mm-hmm. They want LeBron on their team for one year. Yes. Everybody does. So, so Golden State, and I, I brought this example up. If Golden State somehow is, num- I mean, somehow they have the number one pick. Somehow, they're yeah. they're they're drafting Bronny because they would still have Steph, they would still have Clay, and they would be. I mean, and that's a stacked team. Anyway. That, and that's right, a stacked team that you would say don't even need LeBron or Bronny, but right. Right. Best believe, best believe, LeBron James at a discount and the and the next and the mm-hmm. second coming. Cause right. you already know how they're gonna stamp him, whether he go number mm-hmm. one or thirty in the first round. You right. know how they're gonna stamp him. Right, but I think the Warriors are looking at it as, oh man, we get LeBron James at a discount. Like this is like this is a plus, and we could still develop Bronny at the same time, and we still got our core here. Detroit can't do that. The Kings can't do that. The Rockets can't do that. Do you? So that's so that, and that's exactly what I'm getting at. The Pistons are a playoff team with LeBron James and, and Bronny on that team. They're a playoff team. You now sure, they're building. We sure about that? We sure about that? I'm willing. I'm willing to put a stamp on it. I'm willing to put a stamp on it. LeBron James, Bronny, K. Cunningham, and then whatever, and then and then here's the other part, Trey. Yep. You know Bronny and LeBron is coming. You think free agents ain't gonna want to come? That's true. That's true. That's 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 the LeBron James effect. That's that's true. Bronny's going number one. They're gonna no matter no, no matter who has the one. Well, I mean, they're gonna be a bad team. I mean, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a bad team to get the. That team pick. is get that it's, team it's, it's, is it's going to be a bad team. Let Houston get the number one pick in a what? As Stephen A. like to say, it a tax free state. Let, it makes let, sense for them. It makes sense for them. It makes sense for Detroit. But 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 they're but they're they're both bad teams. I'm just saying. Makes sense. I think my point is it makes sense for everybody. That's my point. That's all my point. And, is. And, my, and, and my point is it makes sense for everybody, but it makes it sense for different reasons. I don't think everybody has put the priority of well, we're getting LeBron, so we're going to draft Bronny number one, even if you know we don't think he's going to be all that good. Like I don't, I don't think every team is putting that priority at the top. I think that that's that's the point I'm trying to make. So in your mind, is there a team with all of these things possibly in play? Meaning mm-hmm. LeBron James comes to your comes to your franchise with his son to groom his son, free mm-hmm. agents that want to come, the ticket sales that's going to increase because LeBron and his son is in town. Um, mm-hmm. the financial he's going to do financially in the and city. again, the financial we don't, we don't see different on the the, the, the financial stuff. I oh, get okay. That. You cut my question off though. My question is is that with all of these factors involved, you still believe mm-hmm. that there is a team that would not draft Bronny James number one? Yeah, that's my I question. Yeah, I believe that. Okay, okay, we disagree then. I I, I won't stretch it. I, I, I yeah. 
There's nothing else to stretch. But, but it's it, but it's got to be whoever the team is, whoever that team is. Number one, we it could be it's it could be a team that had a down year because of injuries and just so happened to have the number one pick with they're guys still that are coming them. back from injury. They're still drafting them. That's I mean, sure, that's possible. But the, again, it's different. I'm just saying that every okay. team situation just, okay. is different. <laughs> I'm saying that there is no team situation so different that they pass up on that opportunity for one year. Mm. There is no team so that different. That's that's what I'm it. saying. Huh. There's no team that there's no team that different. They better get a title off of it. No, they don't have to get a title off of it. it no, it, no, they don't what? have to get a title off of it. They do not have to get a title off of that team. What it's gonna the way why why do they gotta get a title? Yeah, they do. Why do they gotta get a title? Why do they gotta get a title? We just talked about it. You got LeBron for one year, and you said he makes the team automatically playoff contenders. So right, so that makes (laughs) them a playoff contender. So they don't have to win the. If the Houston Rockets make the playoffs, that's a win for the Houston Rockets, and people want to come to their games now, and they're emotionally invested after watching the whole father son right. thing happen for a year. Right, this, and they and they gotta hope that Le, and they gotta hope that Bronny develops into the player that they hoped he would be at the at the position that they drafted him at. They are, but look, yeah, you you would hope that, but no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't have to. So, no, he doesn't. So let me ask. So one one more question, and I'll, I'll put this to bed. So you think that all thirty teams, with this situation coming up, where Bronny gets drafted, LeBron comes to that particular team, you think you think that all thirty teams are not looking at this long term? That they're looking at this short term, short term only. Like that's that, that's the top priority is we're looking that, at this short term. The idea that you're looking at LeBron James being a short-term resolution is is what I'm is why I'm saying you're wrong. It's not just because he's only playing basketball for one year. The mm-hmm. financial impact that's going to be had on the stadium, that stadium, the fan base, those mm-hmm. that's that's not that's not just a one-year thing. Their their production, like they might make the playoffs that one year and not make it the second year with Bronny by himself. But mm-hmm. um, but now, they might not make they fans, might not make it for three, four, five years in a row. But the impact that was made, fans got hope now. Now you got players that might want to come play with them sure. now. Now sure. you, now now you bring in a good player. Let's say a uh, a Chris Middleton. I'm just throwing a, a you know a, a good player that's not the star yet. Yeah, you throw a Chris Middleton in there, and he played for the Rockets. Bronny and LeBron go. They, you know, they do whatever. The first yeah. year, make the playoffs. However, they perform in the playoffs. Second year, Chris right. Middleton still going crazy with Bronny. You telling me now people don't want to come play with Chris Middleton and uh and and, and Bronny in Houston? I don't, I don't know. It, it all depends on how Bronny. Chris develops. Middleton. It all. It I'm all just all I'm saying it. All I'm saying is, is obviously it can go bad. Obviously mm-hmm. it can go bad. But mm-hmm. you do not pass up on that type of an opportunity for the for the uh, yeah. And I fear. think somebody's going to. And I think somebody's going to. So you don't think Bronny's going number one? Is what I'm I asking. Don't think, I don't think he's going number one. Okay. That doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that doesn't that doesn't mean he can't still go top five. That doesn't mean that he can't yeah, go I think top ten. Uh, I. 
I don't. I, I think, think you're somebody's. Bugging. I okay. think somebody's passing. I think on you're bugging. One. And and again, it's just it just depends on what that particular team situation is. Like I said, it could be a team who just had a loss season because of injuries, and and knowing they're going to get those players back and have that opportunity. It could be a team that's just flat out bad, right? <laughs> It, it could be that also. So we, we we don't we don't know what who number one is going to be. And then and then it's the lottery at that point. And, and you know how I feel about the lottery being fixed and, you know, and all that stuff. You know, I always say that there's always a story behind, you know, who gets, you know, the number one. So it, it, it's just so many like factors to it. All right, man. I'm a, I'm a... <laughs> We disagree. That's that's. I'll leave it there. Yep. Yep. Um, what you think about this? Um, I, I saw you tweet about this uh, NBA seventy-five uh, players thing. I, I saw you tweet about uh, Tony Parker earlier. What, what, what what's that about? Oh, I mean, I just seen it trending that a lot of people felt like Tony Parker should be there. I don't mm-hmm. agree or disagree. I just I just want to know who comes out. I, I, and I don't. And that's not me. That's me not having the whole seventy-five list. I don't remember the exact list. Yeah. Um, I know, I know that, I know that um, Tony Parker don't go in over Tracy McGrady. I know that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that I agree you know with. You know what I'm saying? So for me, uh, I just saw a trend and I'm like, well, why Tony Parker? Like, like when you saw the list of people, and um, I don't know if I say the list of people who didn't get in, but mm-hmm. um, when you think about the people who didn't get in... Um, like I said, Trace McGrady, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, Clay Thompson. I mean, like e. Clay Thompson, and I guess I guess you gotta, you know, admit that based on the team Tony Parker played on, uh, I I can't even really say what I'm about to say. Tony Parker has more championships, mm-hmm. but I don't think that Tony Parker is a better player than Clay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Like the the right. list of people who didn't right. get it, that who didn't get in, I, I just can't see me. The notable people. Um, I can't. I can't see that. Yeah, I can't see yeah. it. I mean, I, I think, and me and my cousin was talking about this last night. Um, Vince Carter should be in the top seventy-five players. Right. So you telling me? So you telling me that Tony Parker should get in over Vince Carter? You know what I'm saying? Like I, right? right. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just no, want to know. Right. I just want to know. I just want to know who they're saying should should come out for Tony Parker, or yeah. who didn't make it in that Tony Parker is over, right. that he should get in over the likes of a Vince Carter, or Tracy McGrady, like I, you know, yeah. or right, even right. or even or even in my opinion, a Clay Thompson, even though Tony mm-hmm. Parker has had more titles, right, right, and. You look at a guy like Dwight, because Dwight's not on that list also. When I've seen a lot of people making a case for him that he should have been on the NBA 75 list. Um, my opinion about that is that I, I think it's like I'm not upset that he's not there, but I can certainly understand why people are, you know, you know, caping for him. I mean, I just got to see the list, man. I just got to say yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I mean, you, you have to take somebody off. And I know that there's players that were on the 50 list 25 years ago that maybe you could say, OK, maybe it's time for some of them, you know, maybe some of the old school guys that maybe their name is not as recognizable today. Maybe a couple of those names come off. 
Um, but like you said, we, we don't have the full list, and I'm certainly not about uh, to. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna try to read this down as fast as I can. And this is the 75. This is the this is the 75 list. Okay. Kareem, Ray Allen, Giannis, Carmelo, Nate mm-hmm. Archibald, P. Erzin, Charles Barkley, Rick Berry, Elgin Baylor, David Bean. Just stop me when you when you hear somebody you don't, you could you would take out. Uh, Larry David Bird, Bain, Kobe. and I don't know much about David Bain, but I, if someone took him out, I'd be like, okay. You, you, right, that's you what's know. tough about this conversation for me because yeah, um, I know who Nate Archibald is, but I don't know enough about him to say he should be in. But I know who he is. I know who he was to the uh, to yeah. to the Knicks. I, I get it. But, Recognizable um, name, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, somebody who was older than me might have a different opinion. But I'll keep going. Yeah. Bob Cousy, David Cowens, Billy Cunningham, Steph Curry, Anthony yeah. Davis, Cowens. Dave. Don't recognize. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know who it is. So, you know what I'm saying? yeah. But here's the thing: because I don't know those names, mm-hmm. I kind of gotta. I, I I won't say submit. I'll say kind of give them the benefit of a doubt because right. these dudes might have been like that. But I know what Clay Thompson do. I know what Vince Carter do. Yeah. Um, Clyde Drexler, Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Er, Julius Irvin, Patrick Ewan, Walt Frazier, Kevin Durant, George Gervin, Hal Greer. I don't know who that is. James Harton. Let me let me let me make this short. The names that yep. we don't know. Yep. Uh Hal Greer. Uh Sam, I know who Sam Jones is. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely know. Uh Jerry Jones. Lucas. I know who Jerry Lucas is. Pete Maravich, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. George George McCann. George McCann. I don't know who that is. George McCann. Hmm. McCann, M I K A N. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm showing. I don't know who that is. I'm showing. Uh, yeah, you ain't young nigga. Uh, Rob Parrish, we know who that is. Bob Pettit, we know who that is. Uh, Dolph Shays, I know him brief. I know him a little bit, but I don't know enough about Dolph mm-hmm. Shays. Uh, Bill Sharman, I do not know who that is. Yeah. Um, Nate Thurman, I know the name. I'm not familiar with his game. Um. And that, those are the unnotable names, but people mm-hmm. like Lenny Wilkins, yeah, um, yeah, he stays. I mean, who? Do, yeah, that's my thing. That's yep. that's my thing. Willis Reed stays. Yep. Uh, Moses Malone Walt, stays. Walt Clyde Frazier stays. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's kind of tough. I just know that somewhere, mm-hmm. um, I know somewhere. Uh, what do you Vince think Carter about? Belongs. What do you think about Anthony Davis being selected in the 75 list? That's an interesting conversation. Because that is an interesting conversation um, because <laughs> he's, but you, we're not about to sit here and act like statistically. No, statistically, dead. no, statistically it's all good. It, I was just, again, me and my cousin, we were talking about this and he's like, man, like that, that's ridiculous that, Anthony Davis is in the NBA 75 best. And I said, well, I mean, if you're just looking at the, if you, if you're only looking at because he's injured a lot, then, I mean, we could point to some of these names that's in the 75 and say, Hey, they had some injury issues too. Dwayne Wade had some injury issues, but Dwayne Wade got three titles. 
Yeah, his name. and he was available. And he was right. available for the sure. most part. Sure, sure, right. Anthony, if, if that's what you're going off of, then I understand your point. All right, so um, I, I, I was let me, so let's just get to the shit. Do yeah. you take Anthony Davis off for Tracy McGrady? Um, no, but I would take Anthony Davis off and put Vince Carter in. What about Tony Parker? Tony Parker, um, I would leave him off right now. Okay, I, I would I would okay. leave him off right now because you know they're gonna do this in another twenty five years. He would probably and I don't think Tony Parker. NBA I don't. I'm. I'm not so sure about that. But I hear you. Okay. Okay. Um. What. What are your feelings about Dwight not being on the list? What you. I don't, you okay I, I, with I don't care. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm okay with it too. I, I, I think for me. I think for me. I understand who you know. Mm-hmm. I understand the hype. I understand that he's a double double. I, I even acknowledge that he is a Hall of Famer, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's one of those first, you know, three times defensive guy. player of the year. Um, the dude was a dog on defense, and yep. you know, obviously all the histrionics that come with Superman and Duncan and yep. all that. But, um, yep. but I'm okay with him not being the top, the top seventy five players in the world or in mm-hmm. NBA history. Let me say, yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So a name that my cousin um, brought up to me yesterday, um, the name Adrian Dantley, familiar with you? Yeah, uh, vaguely. Not enough, for, not enough for me to put him in my 75. Okay, so my, my, my cousin kind of forced me to do, not he didn't force me, but he kind of had me intrigued by Adrian Dantley because he went about how um, his career in Detroit Back in Detroit, yeah. Before Isaiah got there, um, prior to that, his Utah career. Um, Adrian Dantley averaged 30 points a game four years straight from mm-hmm. 80 to 84. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what he points that's to. That's big. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. And in and, and that time, yeah, that's big to average 34 times, you know, four straight years. That's big. Yeah. That's big. You know, so his gripe is why is this dude, you know, not on that NBA 75 list? And is Gary just, Payton on the 75 list? Now, I, I get that on the, okay, all right, I just want to is. be sure. He I is. just want to be sure. And, and and just to kind of continue the Adrian Dantley conversation and kind of close it, after those four straight years of 30-plus points a game, he averaged 27 the next year, 30. I mean, it was 29.8, but it's basically 30 the yeah. year after that. And then after that, 21 points a game, and then after that, 20 points a game. So he went four more years averaging 20 plus after that. So yeah, I I, I, I kind of see his point in that you do that in that era back then. Yeah, you 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 gotta be, you know, you gotta at least be talked about. And I haven't heard anybody talk about him but my cousin. <laughs> um I would love to know what people think the flaw in his game is. What he mm. didn't do is a reason. It's a reason you produce like that. There's a reason why they're not talking about you. That I'll say that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot a of production. That's Does high it? production for nobody to be talking about you. That I, right. I, I'll say that high um, production in the early '80s <laughs> for nobody to be talking about <laughs> you like that and produce that way. Because um, I would assume he led the league in those years, those thirty point years. I would assume he led the league in scoring, right? 
he I mean, that's my assumption. League, he led the league in 81, in 80-81, and then he led the league 83-84. So out of those four years, he led the league three out of four years? He led the league two out of those four years. Okay. It was the 80-81 season, and then it was the 83-84 season. So two scoring titles. So two scoring titles. I would love yeah. to know who beat him those other two years, but uh, so I two scoring say, I titles. Say Jordan Jordan wasn't in the league yet, so yeah. I mean, I Magic, Larry, uh, Chamberlain. I guess that yeah. you know, like yeah. you know, it's Dr. People J. That, Dr. J was yeah, still you sure. Know, so, um, I, but all that to say, all that to say is that that is a that's high point production. Mm-hmm. For people to not be talking about you, and and, right. and I know, like I said, I know the name, but I don't know the right. story. And I want to emphasize, and I want to—I mean, you're, you're saying it's high point production. I want to emphasize, in addition to that, he did this in the early '80s when niggas was playing defense and niggas wasn't scoring like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like you. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like what Marino did when he came into the league. He threw. Like he had a five thousand yard throwing season in the league that niggas was running the ball. Like that's what Adrian Dantley did in, yeah. in the NBA back then. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Um. I again, I don't know enough about him to to agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that people who do that uh, normally get regarded higher than the, than Adrian Dantley has seemingly been regarded. Yeah, and I, I think there's a reasons for that. I don't know why. I just think right. there is, and 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 if we ever somehow find out, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're either going to agree or disagree with it. We we you know we, we just try. I'm to cool with him being. Why. I'm cool we with him being. Off. Why? So I'm cool with him being off. Um, I'm okay with for it. now. I am cool with him being off for now, but I, I am like intrigued about why this dude don't get talked about all that much. I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, but. But if you did, but if you do find out, let me know. I'll watch okay. it if it's a you, YouTube video. You just video. don't give a damn. That's that's I, I respect. That. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I don't. Again, I um, that. if you like, it, it's it's got to be a reason. It's like, dude, did, was his defense trash? I'm not saying. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying, what? What mm-hmm. did he? Not, did he not perform in the playoffs? Like, you know, what I'm saying. I, I James Harden makes the list, but. Um, we not I, was, I was just going to bring up James Harden when you said, yeah, does he, he not play defense? List. Yeah. He makes the list, but we know what his issue is. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? We know what he what his issue is. I don't know that Adrian Dantley revolutionized the game like James Harden did. Because if he did, we'd be talking about him, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so uh, yeah. for me, you know, it, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. Had a nickname called The Teacher back then. I, I don't know what that's in reference to. Um, yeah, I, career, I, I, I won't. I career won't. career averages twenty four point three points for his career. Mm-hmm. Um, Great, you know three three assists. You know he, he clearly he wasn't a guy that you know made others around him you know better. Nine hundred and fifty five games. That I don't know what that means to anybody, but you know he's been yeah, in the I, league. I'm not. Years. Yeah, I'm not interested in. He's been in the I'm league nineteen years. God so, bless him. You know. Cause I don't mean I don't I don't, don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Adrian Dantley because I'm not I don't you know what I'm saying I'm just saying um, nah not for me you're saying there is a reason why he's not talked about that's that's all you're saying yeah. what about um, this top fifteen coach list because I, um, I texted this to you the other day 
And I was just curious, you know, just kind of reading the names here. I got the list right here. Um, you know, this will be a quicker list than 75. Um, Red Arbach, Larry Brown, Chuck Daly, Red Holtzman, Phil Jackson, Casey Jones, Steve Kerr, Don Nelson, Greg Popovich, Jack Ramsey, Pat Riley, Doc Rivers, Jerry Sloan, Eric Spolstra, Lenny Wilkins. Um, any any, any issues? Mm, Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra? Okay. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. That's it. I mean, I, I, honestly, if you ask me to think about who I would replace him with, um, mm. I, I got a name that I, I, I got a name that I think should be on that list. So, okay. um, well, I, I, I was waiting because I thought you were about to say something. And that's why I paused. But um, I was I was just going to ask you, um, do you feel the same way about Steve Kerr that you do about mm -mm. Uh, Eric Spolstra? Mm -mm. OK, no, um, okay. Eric Spolstra, Eric, Eric Spolstra got one, right? Eric Spolstra has two. Two? Yes. The one, the, okay, so two, right, okay. Um, the reason why I say no to Eric Spolstra is because um, the narrative, and if the narrative is wrong, then I'll take back what I said. And, and that's not me saying he's a bad coach. Yeah. Um, uh, the narrative is that Pat Riley run that team, and Pat Riley is the, um, you know, was kind of the uh, the springboard, if, if you will, as to why... Um, as to why Eric Spolster was allowed to be successful. And that's not to take away uh, so much from what he's done. It's just to say that he was on, uh, on um, let's say, uh, stabler ground. Uh, in, Steve Kerr's, in Steve Kerr's argument, Steve Kerr, mm -hmm. um, these guys were drafted. Uh, these guys were drafted and, co and coached up. Um, I guess, I guess the argument, I guess the other mm -hmm. argument would be, I, I'm about to say it. The other mm -hmm. argument would mm -hmm. be is that Mark Jackson, he came and inherited Mark Jackson's team. Um, I'll say this. Um, I can only, I can only deal with what I see. Um, Mark Jackson had all of these guys, the same guys mm -hmm. for, for, you know, for all intents and purposes and didn't mm -hmm. do it. And then mm -hmm. and was quit. I don't remember if he was granted. If he if he was it was fired. only two years. Granted, it was only yeah. two years. Yep. I'm saying the third. I'm saying the third or fourth year. Steve Kerr did do it with that team. I, I'm not, and I'm not. That's not me blaming Mark. <laughs> it's his uh, first yeah. year there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's and that's not me. Uh, I'm saying that he had youngins on his squad. He didn't have guys that were proven. Steph Curry mm -hmm. wasn't proven. Clay wasn't proven. These were young dudes. That, that team came uh, out of nowhere. They came out of nowhere. Right, right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and for all intents and purposes, he's in a uh, a lower. I wouldn't call Golden State a dynasty, but they're in whatever that tier is under a dynasty. Yeah, he's right there. He's he's running that right now. Uh, Eric Spoelstra does not have that. So you say. Steve, so you say that that's not a dynasty in Golden State? Did I hear that? Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I would call it a dynasty. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would call it a dynasty. Uh, 
it's 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 hard for me to not call it a dynasty when they went five they went there five times and got three out of the five. Three. You know, in three and yeah. what, what was that? Yeah. Three and four years? Three and four years? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 It, kinda, it, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I agree. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. So, okay. And for the record. But, but the even record, still, uh-huh. but even still, that goes to my point. That means he came in and inherited mm-hmm. a team of young young players, you mm-hmm. know, unproven, while we believe they had all the potential, yep. um, and turned them into a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the record, I'm okay with Steve uh, Kerr being on this list. I'm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. I, I think we've had these conversations before where we talked about, for example, with Doc Rivers, he had Ray, he had Paul Pearson, he had KG along with Rondo and Perk. And like the bench was one of the best in the league at the time when they won a championship. We, we say this, and, and really we say this about, about Phil Jackson. These, these coaches had a squad, and their job was basically to not mess it up. I, I think we've said that, you know, on a number of occasions, particularly with those two coaches. Um, Steve Kerr, um, and, I, and, you, and you brought up a good point that the team kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Steve Kerr, um, they, those players under him, still ascended. So while he took over from Mark Jackson's players, those play, that wasn't their peak. They still yeah. were able to yeah. project while yeah. he was there. You yeah. know, so, you know, he didn't mess it up. Steve Kerr didn't mess that situation up. You know, right. I mean, they added Kevin Durant, you know, for God's sake. I mean, you do that, <laughs> you know, nobody's stopping you. So, um, the, the Eric Spolstra thing, because um, it's interesting you bring up the narrative part about that. Um, I'm fine with him being there. And the reason for that is because not just the titles he won with LeBron and Wade and Bosch, not just those two, but I've seen him coach after having that particular team. And it's clear he's one of the best coaches in the league today. Like to this day, he's top five in in, in my book. Um, okay. I think I think he's proven without those stars that he had win titles with that he can still coach other teams. And and I mean, and if you want to, you know, mention the bubble finals. He 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 got them to the finals, and you can say what mm-hmm. you want about the situation, but he got the, the team there. Yeah, he yeah. He, he got them there. So I'm okay with Spolstra being there um, on that list. But I, I, I mentioned earlier there was a name that I thought was missing off of this, and it's kind of hard to look at the list now and say, "Damn, who do you take off?" Um, if it is anybody, it, it probably would be Spolstra to take off, but. What about Rudy T? Tom Janovich. Um, I think he was trash in LA. My personal opinion. Mm. Good point. Good point. I didn't I didn't even think uh, about that. The first name that came up was Rick. The first name that came up in snub conversations was Rick Carlisle. Mm. 
What you think about that? Um, you think it's a legit snub? Um, maybe. Um, well, no. If Eric, he got he got a championship in Dallas, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's a champion. Yep. Um, Dirk Nowitzki is uh, Indianapolis, uh, uh, the Pacers, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. good team. By the way, good teams in Indiana mm-hmm. and good teams in um in uh, uh Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, look, man, I, I'm more inclined to put a George, a Rick Carlisle than uh than uh Eric Spoelstra. I'm I'm more of a I'm I'm more of that. Um, but okay. here's another name, George mm-hmm. Carl. I was just thinking George Carl. I was just gonna bring him up. Um, I would take I would take George Carl over Eric Spoelstra in a second. Had some good teams in Denver. Had some good teams. Did he coach the Bucks for a stretch there? Yeah, when, when Ray Allen was now there? he don't have yeah, and but he okay. doesn't have her chip. But he had right. but he had the squad in Seattle that uh, yes went to the finals. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. It, it, I, I, that that to me is more of a legit snub when you got Jerry mm-hmm. Sloan. Was Jerry Sloan on this list? Uh, yeah, he's Jerry on there. Sloan's yes, Jerry yeah. Sloan's on the list. Right. Another right. So, another another snub mm-hmm. is Rick Adelman. Mm. I'm, I, the, what people are saying to be a snub. I know. I know. I'm, I'm just trying yeah. to think. Was he in the finals? No, he, he never made the finals. He never no. took a team to the finals. Okay. No. I, I guess for him, it's just the longevity of coaching. Yeah. Um, that Sacramento team was that team. I mean, um, sure, sure. People feel like if the Lakers run in the way that the Sacramento Kings would have would have some ch- some oh, rings. Tim Tim Donahue was in the way. <laughs> mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. For me, for me, I'm, I won't argue none of the, none of these. I won't argue Red Hoseman. I, I, you can't really argue Red Hoseman. You nah. can't argue Jack Ramsey. You can't argue Casey Jones. Um, Arbach, you can't argue that. Damn sure can't argue him. Like, there's no, it's it's just sponsor for me, bro. And okay. I, and I get and and I do. And by the way, I do agree with you that he is um one of the better coaches in the league right now. Mm-hmm. But but I don't think he I don't think he pales in comparison to the likes of Rick Carlisle and George Carl. I think he I think he got to mm-hmm. take a backseat to them too. I think he got to take a backseat to them too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I can't disagree. I can't disagree, fully disagree with that. Um, except he's got the titles. Um, to and George know, be a part of that, and and George sure. Carl doesn't. I, I, and and sure. you know, I, I think this it, this can go both sides. You know, I I think you can make a case for either guy when it comes to the resume. Um, but the the, the Rudy T thing. Um, and and you brought up something about him not being good with the Lakers. Um, cause I, I, I forgot all about that, but my, my initial gripe was going to be, you know, coaching that Rockets team in 94 and 95. Um, and then the second he year, that they, yeah. And the, and the second year that they won it, they had to go on the road to do it <laughs> when no other team in history did that. You know, I, 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 I think that kind of, you know, I mean, I, I get you have you have to have the players, but he he was he was the coach for that team. Yeah, and there was I, and there yeah. was and there was a six there was a six seed. They had to go on the road yeah. every every 
every series they had to go on the road to win a championship. I mean, <laughs> like, mm. like that. That's. I mean, but what like, does that mean? They get home games. I mean, I. You said what does what? that really mean? They they get home games. They're the only, I don't, they're I don't, only, they're the only championship team to do that, though. I mean, but you saying like they, they don't they they didn't play no no at no home to not all. have to not have home court advantage in every series leading to the championship and then winning the championship. See, they're the only so team to thought. do that. I, I mean, sure, great for statistic and history, but yeah, they don't they don't to that. You have to put I, stop to that. I mean, you can't. You don't have to. That don't. Other, I, I otherwise, mean, other teams would have been doing it. Otherwise, other teams would have been doing it. Um. No. Like maybe it, just like, it, like if it happens three, four other better. times. I, if it happened three, four other times, I would. I'd be like, okay. My argument. My not, argument is. My argument is is that uh, in a in a seven it, game series. Uh-huh. Went blowing like shit outside. That's, and then, and then the teams they beat, by the way, too. And then the teams that they beat to get there. And to my get argument the is, my argument, and I don't remember how every series went, but my argument is that in a seven game in a seven game series, mm-hmm. you got to win one road game. You got to win one road game in order sure. to advance. Sure. So otherwise, otherwise you're winning. Uh, you 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 know. Playing three home games and got to win one road game. So I'm not saying I'm not poo pooing what, but it's not like the NFL when they never saw the crib all throughout the playoffs and then they won it. They guys, they did get some home cooking. So I mean that don't hold that don't hold the same weight with me. Oh, because it's not the NFL, it doesn't hold the same weight. It's not the NFL because no, because they do get home cooking. It don't hold the same weight with me. The okay. Rockets did get home cooking. They just didn't get. They just didn't get home cooking first in every series. But after right. two games, they did go home. Or after three, however, the, I think the format was two three two back then. They yeah. they did get home cooking. No, no, no. I I, I I I hear you. They played games at home in the in these series. I I get that part of it. Uh, I guess my point is is that if if you're the only team to do, if you're the only team the only championship team to do that in the history of the league and no one else has done that. Like that's like, that's le- like, that's legendary shit right there. Like, yeah. I don't think that's is. I hear you. And I'm not, I'm not saying it to shit on. Cause other teams would have been doing it. Other teams. Um, that's been not necessarily, that's not necessarily true. I, I'm just saying that's not necessarily true. How's that not necessarily true? In, in You're 75 saying- years of this league, only one championship team, the only one to win a championship without having home court advantage in every series they play—that's but that's see, that's what deal. I'm saying. You keep that's, you keep putting a big, big you keep putting you keep putting this emphasis on home court advantage as if um, they don't never get to play at home. No, no, but that, but that's not why I'm saying that. I'm saying that because no other. Tell me the importance of home that. court advantage. Tell me the importance hmm? of home court. Tell me the importance of home uh-huh. court advantage. It's very important, especially if you get to a, what it was back then in game five, you know, when the first round was just five game series. Game five was important. If it's a seven game series, game seven was important because if the team that had home court um, in the series went to a game seven, that team hosted that game. And more times than not, the home team has won game seven. It's very I'm not important. Saying- I'm it's not saying important. 
No, uh, bring bringing it back full circle to the conversation about why yeah. I don't feel like Rudy Tomjanovich belongs in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, I if, know why. You mentioned the Lakers. You mentioned him no, no, with no, the no, Lakers. no. I, I'm talking about in the Rocket conversation. We're, I'm on okay. task with what you're saying. In okay. the Rocket conversation, um, to me, mm-hmm. and this is my opinion, I, I heard yours. Yeah, I don't think that. Um, I don't think that home court advantage or being this winning the championship in the it, as a sixth seed mm-hmm. is as deep as you're making it. And I say that, and the reason why I'm saying it, I'm not saying it's not good shit. I'm not saying that uh, they didn't do it and they shouldn't be lauded lauded for it. I'm That's saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that what what how I look at uh, home court advantage is in mm-hmm. certain in most instances or in a practical instance, if you win a road game, yeah, if it's game one or Better yet, if it's game five, mm-hmm. the pressure automatically goes back to the home team, and that home court advantage don't feel this. It's not. It's not the same. It don't hold the same weight. If you win a game five on the road, mm-hmm. you in most in most series you took momentum of the series. And I, we don't even want to go to a game. I'm not even concerned about a game seven. I'm just talking about in 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 through the course of a series, you win a mm-hmm. road game five. That mm-hmm. in a, in in most instances mm-hmm. changes the changes the trajectory of how that home court advantage works for you. And my response to that is, they did that for four straight series. To do okay. it in to do it in one series, okay, cool. To do it in two series in a row, okay, you know, cool. Also. They did it in four straight series. I hear you. And then my other response would also be, why hasn't any other low seed? I don't have an answer for that. Ever, ever done that. And, and to my point. Well, that, well, that's, hold, that's, well, let me, let me, let me Go try ahead. to answer, but let me try to answer that though. But let me try Go to ahead. answer that question. Why has nobody else done it? Mm-hmm. Um, Why? And and I, and I get that you don't know the answer. We don't remember what happened in ninety five and ninety six. Mm-hmm. Why were they a six seed though? They was it because seed. they were a six seed because they were struggling throughout the regular season um, before they got Drexler? The reason why I asked trade. that, uh-huh. right? That's what I was going to say. The reason I was why, gonna, I and I was going to, and I was going to continue to answer also because I think okay. there's more. There's more answers to that than just they got Drexler mid-season in the trade, you know, and then the things started to click. But David Robinson was MVP that was league MVP that year. That Spurs team was loaded. You had Barkley Sons, who was like one of the favorites out West. And then you had Stockton and Malone on that Jazz team that was a threat. Like those are those were three legitimate title contenders out there that year. And that's and that's who they had to go through to, wasn't to win it. on that ninety wasn't Barkley on that ninety five Suns team or was it the ninety seven team? It was the ninety seven team he was on. Oh, no, you mean the, okay. you mean the Rockets team? You're, you're talking Rockets. About. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rockets yeah he, he was on that. He was on that Rockets team, and 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 then and then they and then they beat Penny and Shaq. 
and that was a that was a a, a championship contender that season as well. So basically, it's it was Phoenix, Spurs, Utah, and Orlando, four legitimate title contenders. So you feel like so you feel like well, you, okay, you're saying you don't feel like Rudy T should be on the list, but you're saying that was going to be your argument before the Lakers conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just want to say special shout out to uh, everybody in the Facebook live chat. Uh, also, uh, shout out to all of our followers, uh, people on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all that. We appreciate the support, and uh, we, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Um, just one last time, you know, hit the like button on the Facebook page, hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter at Barbershop, S-P-O-R-2, also on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And if you got questions or comments or you want to be a guest on the show, just hit us up on email at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll be back at it next week. You got any last words, bro? Nah. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, how about y'all next week, folks? Y'all have a good week. We'll be back. Peace.